Hello, hello, and welcome to my lovely, inspiring human potential community. To everyone tuning in, before we get started on today's topic that is in pursuit of those keys to inner growth and following your heart to the life of an entrepreneur and to much more that I talk about, guide about, from the podcast to the blog to other online presences which are known to those who continuously tune in a special announcement anchor has allowed finally that listener support button which means the world for everything that i pursue and wanting to share and for those who are looking to support the inspiring human potential mission its purpose and anyone who believes in general in inspiring human potential because that's one of those amazing things we can do and the online world has brought us to be able and do connect support and uh, together we will achieve that harmony worldwide so if you wish to contribute because uh, the inner growth process mindset has contributed to your life or because you believe in inspiring the world through these different means please do so thank you so much for doing so and as always you can reach out if you want to collaborate if you want to share your story if you have a personal development uh, process mindset something that can contribute to others in their unlocking of their untapped unlimited potential reach out to me uh, the blog luna12780.com has my email in the about section and let's move on to today's topic as always the lovely online community has at heart us online entrepreneurs content creators we have many different names but we are all here to inspire human potential in our unique way and for the inspiring human potential community we have new podcast patron members only episodes coming this year because patron has started something to support the podcast community and uh, we are going to use that in a way that expands the inner growth learning material and the ability for you to follow your heart applying the things that we discuss in our daily anchor ihp podcast show so inner growth mindset lifestyle choices the journey the way that you can work through anything that is arising at first as conflict but that those who tune into any of the material whether the podcast the blog or the website know that's the opportunity for inner growth and for you to follow your heart so i look forward to hearing from you all for this first round it'll be the first year that we have patron members only podcast episodes with your feedback i'm sure we will continue to improve and expand all the material that is meant to inspire your higher human potential i look forward to you joining us today's topic i would like to share a bit about the foundation of all of the inspiring human potential inner growth content 
what you learn about and what we discuss has its foundation in a lifelong accumulated research that involves the fields of humanities and social sciences philosophy with a focus on existentialism and recently added basics of neuroscience physiology and biology this research continues and the wealth of information that i share across different platforms is in the effort to support your inner growth self-empowerment conscious living ascension awakening and personal development journey in a way that allows you to understand the distinct human characteristics involved in your day-to-day and overall life alongside the choices you make how you feel and deal with events such as the unknown and unwanted a simplified breakdown just to give you an idea and for the hp community to keep in mind as you pursue inner growth and self-empowerment is what is involved in the human's response to -to day-to-day events in life happening we have been able to review this and we always review some aspects throughout the episodes and all the content one the body's nervous system's defense mechanism flight fight response two the heart's feelings emotions ego self-response three the mind's conscious subconscious and conscious response alongside the established neural pathways societal culture and knowledge filters identity secondary and primary consciousness aspects this and more is what is involved as you tune into and read the ihp content whether it be on the blog the youtube Uh, channel patron membership site or the website itself or the podcast you will always get to learn something about how to apply an inner growth mindset and lifestyle approach how to follow your heart and lead with it with that unconditional love neutrality that we so much discuss why it's important and all of this allows you to tap into that infinite higher human potential which is also a response that one acquires as a body mind and heart that is one within you with that ownership when we look at the word individuality i use the merriam-webster dictionary it says 1a total character peculiar to and distinguishing an individual from others then 1b personality so when used in inner growth word of the day in a sentence a person's individuality becomes more obvious when you focus on certain specifics individuality in action those behaviors and characteristics that are unique to you are your individuality and individuality in inner growth a look at what your individuality encompasses gives you the possibility to explore how you interact with others and yourself and what things you could look to modify if need be so that you can maintain your individuality but without affecting anyone else's individuality i love this individuality and inner growth go hand in hand as your individuality is what makes you you but you also want to relate to others which is where awareness of your individuality helps obviously here i used for example the word modify you have to remember guys the inner growth word of the day was actually what i started before i created the course i was writing the book the inner growth mindset so the book is organized with the part one part two part three i had just finished part part one which includes the psychology sociology and existential 
components to pursuing inner growth as you are dealing with inner conflict because the inner conflict what was very clear at that point in my personal journey and with the material and just dealing with people in general and having looked at human behavior since i was little in this way with ego present and behavior present and subconscious and conscious was that conflict arises solely because within there's a difference of how you feel about that and so that you're guiding essentially not with your inner guide but with the external guide your parents your uh, teachers the people you looked up to everyone and anything or everything that when you're first nervous systems response to that engagement uh, kicks in you already have those human elements and those unknown of life elements so example for me with god all loving all powerful and jesus turning the other cheek i had that as my conductor and leader in fact and then a mother who is strong taught me ethics how to respect people and, and not to be too much too little to know how to place limits and be in a specific type of balance with um, society as well what we've been learning with the body element thanks to our neuroscience psychologists psychiatrists and the classes that i'm taking is that we have our lovely nervous system and our emotional brain hemisphere and the rational brain hemisphere but that comes in later the emotional brain hemisphere is what starts to develop from our zero to two years of age and that is where our flight fight starts to organize and we have a default network of how we're going to engage with others based on how we were being treated and how we were also reacting sensorially speaking so our primary consciousness which others will talk about subconscious and conscious but it's not only the trauma events it is a an aspect to remember we do react and what i mean by that is our senses are picking up things and as an identical twin and just yesterday we were having a big discussion because with my family there are times when we have big discussions and uh, with my twin and um, the sense of self that wiring the way the psychiatrists neuroscientists have shown me that i keep on it's funny when i'm recording i do the little triangle because they showed a very specific way that the sense of self develops as you're soothed so secure attachment detachment theory at six months we have our first night terror and it is also when we realize we need a caregiver to survive to actually live now we're not thinking yet so we're either feeling helped or helpless the people that get neglected and so they're not brought to their the arms of the mother or the father or a caregiver they're not given the opportunity to engage what we've learned is the parasympathetic nervous system because in this self-compassion course that i'm taking with the same neuroscience psychiatrist even though it's a different keep it's a different team because these are all psychiatrists psychologists i believe some have neuroscience backgrounds maybe specialize in it um, but i'm using neuroscience because they talk about the body element um, and they are focused on compassion training so compassion and criticism don't coexist they've proven this with all the patients they have with all the data that the psychiatrists who are focused on compassion training are, are revealing what you find is an ability to stay centered you don't over identify with suffering you don't become 
uh, cold and frigid and, and not caring either you're actually able to stay centered as a person who has compassion for yourself which is where their focus lies in this master training series but also for others which is amazing to have this tidbit what did they teach us in this master series they gave an example of a mother when a child's crying what what happens if the mother brings the child to the chest the parasympathetic nervous the soothing kicks in but what happens if it doesn't if the parent doesn't then the parasympathetic nervous system doesn't kick in so understanding your body and the importance of what you've been used to and that even if you let's say are somebody who is not very fuzzy and warm or um, doesn't recognize that that has taken place in your life there are things you can do to create a specific uh, feeling and really what it is is you want to remember you're you're going to learn or you can learn to activate that parasympathetic nervous system response the sense of ease it's a sense of ease they, they use the word sense of security sense of safety these are all the same things we would feel if we had been held as an infant as you know the emotional body shuts down when the infant is left to cry unattended for many many times they're organizing their flight fight the body is and the body means the brain your your brain and nervous system everything that is functioning needs to stay in a specific place because when we cry and when we're agitated those are stressors our body is getting stressed and then the organs start to suffer so when people break down trauma they don't talk about the body element and and there are those who work with their trauma but they stay locked in a specific type of mindset because they're not working with the actual knowledge of also the body and they're working with a storyline which is their story but this is that place the compassion doesn't kick in for them and or the other maybe it only kicks in for them but it isn't compassion if you're over identifying so if you then start getting into a depression or anxiety this is when the amygdala the threat center so we learned about the four parts of the brain that are involved in compassion the isola the amygdala the paragental junction something like that and the prefrontal cortex which is the newest part of the brain it's the smallest part and the newest part and in fact these therapists called the old brain and the new brain new brain is our thinking brain and they call that the human condition or the human dilemma the fact that we have secondary consciousness we think that we think and they talk about uh, external shame internal shame and guilt and yesterday we reviewed this i haven't finished the fourth module but i will today these three are very important for today's topic external internal and guilt already yesterday we talked when people feel guilty they feel regret and if there's a sense of shame because you did do something wrong if it's external and then you start feeling sad and you apologize you're choosing to overcome the feeling and you're going to allow yourself to move forward if you stay let's say it's internal so even if externally they say you're a good person i love you you're amazing but internally you don't feel like you're a good person because that's how you're raised being yelled at being told you're no good and so the feeling sense of shame which we can start feeling and build by the age of 15 months old so remember your default network is established based on how you're reacting emotionally from the body so i use the word emotion but i should say sensorially and if you feel safe or not and those who don't get the affection the compassion so their parasympathetic nervous system is not activated but the opposite happened 
the heart and gut area are what they're not really in connection with so this is the heart chakra and the and the um, solar plexus for those of you who follow the chakras so the heart center is where you say i am lovable i can accept love and you'll allow love in and the solar plexus is where you know you can do something that individuality with confidence and that you believe in yourself and these two instead get blocked for those who don't get the amount of unconditional love to know they're good people so they grow up with a sense that they're not good people and then their nightmare basically becomes true because they also have adapted traits to keep people away and some of those are not very nice their sense of self is reactive to any stress but really like the narcissist psychopath and or sociopath who definitely has an insecure ego and other things i'm not specialized in that arena at a certain point i might look into it to see how i can connect the dots and support that community of individuals and us support spreading information that includes the body element so that we can get rid of this whole myth of evil from the demonic place of the invisible plane and again i was raised catholic i know when you know they talk about the devil and hell but these are human beings and the neuroscience is showing very clearly the development of sense of self how attachment affects the sense of self and therefore the disorganized attachment in fact has a fragmented sense of self they're always an alert vigilant because somebody's going to threaten them they're never at ease and they um also will only use people they build relationships to use people then i think there's a fourth one and they did say it doesn't stem from the avoidant or ambivalent so i have a course that i'm taking that should break that part down just need to get through all of them and absorb the information otherwise there's no point in watching and learning from or i wouldn't learn from the courses i'm not absorbing information point is that person is a human being who has an ego a self that was not given the possibility to develop a sense of security so yes their behavior is not conducive of society that external shame definitely exists and so does the internal shame the guilt part and sadness and upset not so much but it also depends because i will say if somebody is given the opportunity and one of the psychologists that i read and i'll never forget eric from where he he was talking about the genius the heart of man it's genius for good and evil if anybody loves psychology it's a great book to read he takes a look at revenge spitefulness all the uh, areas of quote-unquote evil and he says and is explaining if a person is actually serving death so the the revenge spitefulness and i forget which other vengefulness were not serving death meaning the ego felt it needed to get back its pride its its happiness it felt wrong all of those are aspects where the ego feels wrong there's an insecurity and they're trying to get their life back so he's saying there's a very big difference when instead they actually are wanting to lead towards death and any living organism that does go then that direction it's because they don't feel they belong so he breaks all of these down and he goes and explores i think it was the narcissist the sociopath maybe in the psychopath i forget because it was a long time ago when i first began writing the new growth mindset book all i do know is that the last one where it is about like a serial killer type he says the 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 reason for killing is one that power so the ego feel it exists and and the other is that they don't fit in 
to society and that the blood allows them to feel close to nature which is at least part of our home being part of nature but what he also adds is if this person this type of person finds somebody that they can relate to so they were talking about a life partner uh really they said a wife or a husband i forget marriage uh they will cease to kill because they have found their place because their ego found that they do matter that they do have a place the mirror neurons and the part that human beings again our first nervous system is societal engagement and all of these psychiatrists neuroscientists even the sociologists will say it's in our dna to be social now i i prefer not using labels those who tune in know because the labels don't help you to gain that individuality in your consciousness to the degree that you can finally disengage from for example external shame in particular with societal culture knowledge and say okay this way of feeling about this trait of mind comes because the external has these levels of ideas or not and here to refer back to my personal experience with this discussion yesterday which i won't get in depth on but what was said to me by my twin was not everybody is as strong as you and so not everybody can conduct themselves in a diligent way to we were just talking about different people and the fact that people make choices and and this is where her and i differ greatly where i was just saying everyone's choosing don't blame another person because a person's making choices they're still choosing and she used the word strong which i said it has nothing to do with strength it has everything to do with you making a choice so to my community here who may have your different opinions and and i will say i've also been met with the same type of reaction when jeremiah pointed out you know not everybody wants to be themselves right and that there's an aspect of some who don't want to be who they are so to hear be myself would be no why would i want to be who i am i'm a horrible human being or another way is well who else am i the one who does know they are themselves but we talk about the self the inner world of you which is not something that is looked at until you've begun to follow your heart and therefore to claim and empower your individuality by being you and being you doesn't mean imposing you on others but it means being able to express yourself with your virtues and vices so what i do acknowledge is that sense of self brain development wiring right remember this is where we were beginning to talk at an infant age so i'm an identical twin right here i didn't go ahead and keep presenting anything because um this is where even if i do there's not a belief in it Uh, there is an opinion that has been expressed already that being able to stand your ground has everything to do with strength for those who i was talking to and so i do not Uh, impose information that i already know is going to be basically said but that is nothing because it's to them a data point that is simply that and they'll they'll state yeah that's what you think this is what we think to you guys i present what came to mind was that sense of self the way the psychiatrists and neuroscientists describe it and how when it is uh built in this uh, wiring that is strong then it stands its ground so we as a self-empowered individual whoever is already self-empowered then you know you've always stood your ground and for me personally actually 
once i learned about this sense of self yeah i mean even the teenage years those of you who heard that part many times it was a short time lived that i wasn't actually tuning in by choice to my inner guidance and and here's the thing so my sense of self was always very much stable and when i told you yesterday about my way of thinking as a child with being taught you are made the way god made you it didn't make me feel bad it didn't make me feel scared i just knew that okay this is how i'm supposed to be and i'm supposed to also be unconditionally loving towards myself and others it was very clear but there was also feeling that kept me resonating with that and that must be that sense of self that the psychiatrist neuroscientists describe not reacting to stressors what's a stressor external shame internal shame guilt feelings that also let's remember that societal engagement the first nervous system's response not to mention that you are being raised by a caregiver or more so depending on what feedback you get that will also either help you to build your individuality and express it or build it and express it but it isn't something that holds confidence right it isn't something that holds unconditional love and this is where compassion for self and external will help you to learn to engage that parasympathetic nervous system and to start feeling a sense of ease versus threat now remember yesterday i shared with you the important data point of tone so how you talk to yourself is important as is working with the inner critic if you have an inner critic of any shape way or form that is based on external inputs and or internal inputs that is what you want to dress with tone and wording and what you want to do is not ignore and not hold yourself accountable but instead to be begin with the reparenting and that will lead you to that inner growth intermediate level of the inner growth program because that's where you'll have enough of a sense of self where you realize every human makes mistake every human has virtues and vices it's okay to be mean the external exists i also exist and i'm going to take accountability and i'm also going to diligently move into a place of compassion for self and others this is what's going to help to be neutral when you're facing for example the continuous feedback of other people on your individuality and to disengage completely from your first nervous system society engagement response which is not only based in that default network as an infant how you defended yourself but it is also based on being taught how to coexist perfect example with my family i still have not achieved a space of calm when i speak to them and in fact yesterday as we were having the discussion my mother liked to point out how i don't walk the walk and talk the talk of what i teach and mentor on and talk about and and at at that point i responded and said i'm working on it it's a bit harder with you guys but i'm walking the walk i just need the time to get there so here's the thing emotions as we've been talking about are always involved shame's an emotion guilt's an emotion i think guilt is considered an emotion i'll need to revisit that one but we can feel guilt right so maybe it's not an emotion but we feel it what they made clear is once you feel it and you recognize it which is why they use the word label it and so you name it what for what it is and you know all humans have it you kick in with compassion for self 
i say go beyond even that word and think of neutrality because some people might react like blah i don't want to have compassion for me not that you should react with blah but i get it i get it because maybe you don't feel sorry or upset or there's nothing making you feel that you need to have this compassion and everybody has a different interpretation also of words so i love the word neutrality because as soon as you say that or impartiality you're able to feel it in the body of you okay i'm gonna approach this thing with neutrality those who stay stuck in wanting to be right or wrong in duality are the ones who say but wait no you have to pick a side if you pick a side you're not going to do transcendent function and therefore you won't make leaps of consciousness don't expect yourself to achieve a 5d state of consciousness which is a zen state because you are actively in that parasympathetic nervous system the soothe place and you are utilizing emotional and rational brain hemispheres your optimal thinking you're not frustrated you're not in defense mode remember when i was telling you how i was getting frustrated with the italian because i can't understand it as well and it was twofold the external and the internal shame internal because i don't like not being able to do things and know things i dislike being ignorant is the right word for me but here's where there is not an inner critic anymore because there's only so many times only so many hours in a day there's only so much material we can learn in a day for those of us who have a business to grow and build and and are dedicated to it others have a lot of leisurely time or they have some leisurely time because they have like an eight to five job or they have a marriage or whatever it is that's going on there they don't work 10 or 12 hours a day to build something okay so right here where this is for example some people would say this is me explaining and justifying but i'm using this as an example for you all and yes to other people this is actually something that there are many times that i i'm being forced especially here at home to present over and over and over again uh, because individuals don't understand that we all have our individuality in in what we conduct and how we conduct and there's that interest of one's well-being between family and friends because they are not empowered egos they are mirroring and are reflecting whatever it is they think that you should be doing versus focusing on exchanging lives and experiences very different guys those of you who have been tuning in know this so the individual who is essentially self-empowered is the one who's embracing their uniqueness and therefore will not speak to you as if you were them they will not necessarily need to be you need to do what you're doing or in, in any way shape or form in include themselves in your story and, and and create a connection so right here that sociology psychology it's in our dna it's not in the dna i would say even though i get what they're saying so let's put that to the side what it is is that first ego's response when it feels afraid as an infant and looking to the caregiver the attachment theory so one thing that was also brought forth in the discussion yesterday was that being twins made us stronger so there was again a talking going on that i'm not getting specific on on purpose but they were saying it creates a strength all twins there's a special bond and i said yeah there's obviously you know you already have that caregiver because even in the attachment theory when you read it they they spell it out they say 
by six months old the child the infant knows they need somebody to survive whoever will tend to their needs is the person that they will be looking to as that attachment figure doesn't have to be a parent can be a sibling can be your baby sister or your older sister who's you know tending to you when you're crying and that will be the caregiver that you look up to and that you will create that default network with who then perhaps by seven years old and i say perhaps because obviously i'm not all children i'm only my own infant and i don't even remember when i was an infant so this is where the body element is important for you to understand what the sensorial aspects of our nervous system and the emotional brain hemisphere as it's developing happens what happens in the best way possible for me to share and there is that regulation and deregulation that we're also learning from the neuroscientists and they break that down further how it is important to say no the narcissistic uh, course that i'm taking there is talking about how parents not saying no and thinking that teaching self-empowerment and self-confidence is all about building the self-esteem are actually creating a lot of more narcissistic grandiose so children who will feel entitled and who will react negatively to failure and therefore will have higher narcissistic traits and not um it's not ever good or bad remember this for all of those who tune in you know this anybody who's new we're all human beings to think of things and good and bad are, and hierarchy are what are keeping you from embracing your individuality and thinking in terms of external shame internal shame and not actually getting you to follow your heart your inner guide and disengage from following the external what you do with the external is you coexist that you respect the external which can be people and or situations and by respect i mean at the very least you back off get humble and remember that you are leading with your ego self and your opinions and your everything and so is some other person and that none of the individuals are more than another and here's what i love the most about the psychiatrist neuroscientists that i'm learning from and in this self-compassion master series the one guy that says once you learn as an adult that shame everybody has it and that you're really locking yourself in this shame cycle because they break down the brain mechanics then they break down okay so let me hear when you leave your inner critic what happens what's gonna what's the worst thing that can happen so they start giving people some evidence of you're actually hurting yourself instead of helping yourself and you're locking yourself into this shame cycle that brings nothing forth except for the same repeat over and over again they break it down with with empathy and time and giving them examples and so this is where you as an adult too all of you tuning in can acknowledge this and this will make a difference because you know okay hold on a minute i am thinking in a certain way that can be helped biggest takeaway for everyone who gets to hear about self-compassion and that i will keep integrating because of the power behind finding out that shame is this emotion it's a feeling it's a sensation everybody has it and that it is able to be broken down physiologically so that you understand a mechanism and then you can relate to it in the true word of rationally because usually i 
especially with internal shame as they have pointed out uh, it doesn't matter if somebody says you're beautiful you're good i love you you're amazing if within and since some people carry shame since they're 15 months since they're children and when i use that example that jeremiah gave it was something along those lines meaning he made it clear like you know some people don't they don't like to be them they, they actually are using example of other people to be like others like there's a feeling of shame this is that internal shame and these are the same types of individuals that when one of the psychiatrists says and shows like a, an expression of how disgusted a person one of the patients or those who come to them who have extreme shame they don't want to be smiled or looked at with kindness that that creates a disgust so it creates a feeling it's not a threat but here's where that child that was spoken to in certain ways didn't have the maturity of emotions and of 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 thinking to realize what's being told to me isn't true so there's there's a feeling that is discussed because there's a self and i don't know if i should use loathing or there because there's a feeling of not being accepted by the person that is caring for you that begins at such an early age and a child any child doesn't matter like at least for me the people that i've met unless they've gone through therapy and they're actually acknowledging hurt that has been done and even here the person who's able to transcend it at a certain point makes peace with the caregivers because they do arrive at being able to let go of the feelings of hurt and and this is the beauty of that 5d space of an empowered ego and when they say compassion doesn't coexist with criticism and with uh being critical and there's another word that they use as well but basically any feeling that is in the in the threat zone doesn't exist because your parasympathetic nervous system is engaged with compassion which is why i'm using it for helping those of you who tune in with the self but also with external to give you the physiological element that is engaged it's not because you're gonna let people walk all over you it has nothing to do with over identifying that's not compassion when people get extremely sad and then they start judging other people or they start creating extremes so for example i mentioned to you guys that um zoo um my sister's boyfriend who is an animal trainer and loves animals and he works at a zoo and he had this person judging the zoo and him and judging all zoos with this notion you guys mistreat animals you're a prison and not understanding that the people that work at the zoos maybe not all of them but for sure there is a growing consciousness of humanity and and really the the idea that humanity is not kind is a myth it's something that's been prolonged way too long and it is because of people in their own egos and thinking that they're the best and the righteous and the right based on a way of life and that then they're going to go and say no but you have to do it this way and and because there is a mainstream so on a bigger scale we have the same example by those who are not 5d leaders and who should not in my opinion hold a term but they do hold a term because they as a ego mind and or ego spiritual based leader do support other people on their journey but they do not lead with the empowered ego they do not lead with 
empowering leadership approach and they do not lead in the 5d space so being able to mediate and ensure all individuals involved in a conversation are given the proper respect meaning whoever is in this room whoever's talking exists therefore they they do deserve to speak for you are not the only individual and that you are not the only ego and and again people pick their groups which is what makes them think they're on the right side or wrong side which is why even all of you tuning in when i say neutrality and impartiality that is how you're going to achieve leaps of consciousness that's transcendent function again and i mentioned that because when carl Jung explains it is very at least the part that i know it's you not in a place of judgment or condemnation towards anything that you're thinking or feeling and since when you interact with the world you're going to be using your secondary and primary consciousness this is where i'm trying to support your inner growth but also you tapping into that infinite higher human potential because we're not here only about the beginner's level of the inner growth program or the intermediate i'm here speaking and sharing with you to get you to where you want to get and to then present also though that advanced inner growth program and that level is impartiality to speak in duality is a disservice and although the courses themselves may still hold verbiage of duality the opportunity to grow is presented because it is simply giving you the two sides that you would evaluate anyways because there's always going to be two sides because as we began being introduced to the world we began being introduced with this is what's right this is what's wrong and listening to it now being able to be your own individual to the degree i don't know where you're at the more you had a sense of self that was strong quote unquote so that didn't react to stressors but that was able to stand that ground with unconditional love so an open heart because if the heart is closed there's a difference the ego is protecting itself you're not in neutrality and you're not in a place of uh, healed meaning flowing ego flowing self so that you are being able to express your individuality without getting aggressive example the family dynamic i love family dynamic which is part of the first main module dealing with uncertainty unknown unwanted all that good stuff and it talks about relationships family is where you get your first societal filter so what you are and who you are and then what others are and what and who others are how you think about the world a lot of stuff so core beliefs will stem from what you've observed the implicit memory is important to remember because you got procedural and emotional memory so feelings of shame and the ways you talk to yourself does have an imprint if you think back enough and just remember your your entire family dynamic and as you're growing up the explicit memory so autobiographic memories little things that pop out here and there from childhood like the story that i tell you the one that i'll always remember the teacher not taking and helping me the way i thought i would be helped when i went to them to say the kids are teasing me for my back brace can you help me they made me give a presentation which wasn't the help i was seeking in fact it was the opposite didn't make me feel safe or happy but i didn't take it out i wasn't upset either in fact i learned from it what i learned was i'm gonna have to do on my own and not in the way though that creates that avoidant attachment 
the avoidant attachment is when you are with that armor and you don't trust people you don't think people will be there and so you don't reach out you feel that weight of the shoulders on you this is a perfect example and that for example can be something a person considers as their individuality but having something that heavy is not bringing other aspects of you forth there's no need to feel that the world is on your shoulders because most of those interactions are not meant to be in flight fight you're not being attacked by a gazelle or a lion i think a gazelle actually would be threatened i don't know but by a lion by something that is life-threatening what you're dealing with is another person and you have a way that you can explore that because again they're not attacking you attacking if somebody's going to attack you, you're going to react with your flight fight and we still have flight fight engaged because the ego again developed the default network at that 10 12 month old self then you began engaging with children by seven years old in a specific way that utilizes that and at your teenage years you started looking to your peers to see where you fit in so if you found your group then you followed other specific lines and the external still has very much importance which means you think of what other people think before you even speak you think of what other people think before you even express however it is you want to express something um i'll give you another example with me what i learned was that i needed to be aware of people's feelings and that i needed to uh, also be aware that their opinion you know to let them speak and and so to co-share the speakage uh, because i love speaking if you guys remember the little journal as a kid i wrote that diary for the for school that that i shared about being a lawyer where i remembered it is to help people that i want to be a lawyer but in this book i was 11 13 i don't remember i think it was 11 i need to find the year but i write i want to be a lawyer because i love arguing and and my family teased me now about it and i said you know that at the end of the day you're the ones who told me that i loved arguing not me you know you, we don't come up with things on our own that could be a core belief but here's where my memory of why i wanted to be a lawyer had nothing to do with arguing but everything to do with rhetoric with speaking with being able to present something and to defend people because the calling always was i want to help people since i was eight and that is what is most important when you're remembering your autobiographic memories what you remember is important what is also being brought forth is important i identified why i use that sentence and it had nothing to do with what i feel i am the ability to be able and know who you are is this is to know that you were raised by other people and that you have a system that also instructed you so teachers you began to look up to those who you looked up to i looked up to quote unquote leadership because i thought they were going to teach me to be unconditionally loving and kind and to help all humanity and i slowly realized that the reality was quite different 
and this is where when i did realize that with politics i was like okay that's not the route of how i'm going to help people that's for sure and the way that came about is i've shared it to you more than once which is where i remember getting the idea you know what i'm going to write a book about you know the inner growth mindset and how every inner conflict essentially deals with these three tangible components the psychological ones the sociological and existential ones meaning you can be yourself you are just as worthy as any other person and whenever you're faced with something that seems to have a situation it's a challenge you have an opportunity and being able to understand is what for all people is empowering when we have knowledge we have power because we have understanding when you have understanding you're not walking into the unknown uncertainty to this dark room which is why every person until you're actually responsive you're reacting if you cannot have a conversation of different opinions without getting personal doesn't matter where you think you're right or not that's not you being able to be in a place of flow you feel threatened the ego's involved in a threatened way and and yes there are people that keep talking about being able to be emotional passionate is a good emotion meaning it allows your body to stay at ease so when i say good what i'm trying to say is you're going to be an effective orator when you start getting agitated which all of us know we begin not thinking straight because guess what your default network your emotional brain hemisphere your flight fight is kicking in and the, the side experience that i need to share it guys i know my lovely listeners hear the same things over and over again but remember we always have new listeners so they don't have these examples when i was a teenager one of the reasons why i started working on getting uh, very much more than just passionate but angry was because i realized that i couldn't think as well i couldn't i couldn't talk i couldn't speak as well i couldn't be as effective as i wanted i couldn't remember information that i wanted to because i was getting agitated it was not letting me be at my best and the other part is because it's not loving or kind and there's also the third part it's a person who's insecure if you're going to get that agitated then it means you do not firmly believe if you firmly believe then that means you can hold your composure read any book you want and then start reading psychology and you'll see a secure ego is not a reactive ego now that you know the sense of self and this wiring if you will so if you're reacting to anything that is a stressor which is anything that is hinting i have a different opinion than you that's where you can practice instead being empowered and that's where you can practice being able to speak that individuality those opinions those traits everything in in a way that will make you more representative because you'll be able to embody the person you are so the traits that you are given are one layer and they are the outside the inner layer your core is the essence of you it's a feeling and all of us as the psychiatrists point out and when yesterday i read to you the soul age group and we talked about your divine nature your divine nature is when you're in a state of peace like when your mother or father would hold you and you would feel a sense of ease being able to feel a sense of ease is possible now you don't have to choose it as my mother pointed out when i presented to them compassion and broke down the physiological elements and she said 
well not everybody may want to feel compassion that's exactly true because there are those who refute this information because as they're even hearing it they're already thinking of all of the groups of people and or cultures and or politicians and or things in in life and the world history who knows anybody can you know whatever it is that's important will cross that person's mind and they'll immediately be an alert because wait a minute the world's such a shitty place what are you talking about compassion or people are so shitty why are you talking about compassion the only reason for any person to question why somebody would want to or not question but bring forth such a presentation is because there is reason to not be compassionate which means there is an opinion that is being evaluated from the mind that is not unconditionally loving and neutral towards humanity and life it's not good or bad this is where contesting an unconditionally loving feeling that is being broken down physiologically speaking again which is not the only person other people as well my group of friends when we went out and we were talking about uh situations with people in masks and them talking about not forgiving forgiving and a lot of other elements of trust not trust the same standard uh conversations that those who are in uh still the 3d 4d state of consciousness and navigating essentially those states of consciousness hold fear with the external so the external has a power and you're not the only one who has power which is why you are not completely in self-empowerment yet it does involve the ego we are connecting ego self because while others will tell you to silence the ego transmute the ego dissolve the ego you have this ego and it was an infant as you were and essentially it may always come up as a hurt and you blinding yourself to thinking you don't have one is what has people in ego mind and ego spiritual based positions knowing that you do have preferences that's where you start you start and from neutrality that's where you gain impartiality because you start stopping to be that 14 month old or 18 month old 14 months you know what you want and you'll be egocentric about it this is another scientific study with children for new listeners 18 months you know what an adult or somebody else wants from you and you'll be inclined to give it to them again your first nervous system's breakdown which we learned from the body keeps the scorebook of dr bezel van der kolk k-o-l-k is societal engagement your nervous system is in defense mode because you don't know what's outside of you you begin sensing things so again you know where you're at with that sense of self and stress sores as i was pointed out yesterday by my lovely family members there's a lot of individuals that would think of this as something a strong person stands their ground i would say it's an empowered person and an empowered person is a person who has a sense of self that is unwavering by choice they made the same choices that other people did the only difference is they stopped engaging with the external as their leader and they work from within now achieving a beautiful place of compassion for self and the external is what achieves complete empowerment because being at a sense of ease means you know you are leading life and that's going with the flow you're not a warrior 
and you do not need an armor a warrior needs an armor and i remember when i was in this space and i had my armor but i also remember it was always an unconditionally loving armor and really at a certain point i said okay if i keep on having this armor i ain't really gonna be in this unconditionally loving place because an armor means you need to defend yourself also thinking of people as dangerous is you giving basically power to another and the ideas of what can or can't happen are all in the mind based on societal culture stereotypes again situations that stem from childhood trauma and then teenage breakups disappointments and these cliche sentences that you keep bringing forth so a core belief is really broken down to shame confidence not confidence you you when you get to the essence of something that is a part of why you're doing what you're doing it will always lead you to the self it will always lead you to places where you were not accepted or accepted and every one of you knows for you so the empowered people i know in my life began individuality and following their inner guide from a very young age like i and i'm thinking of the couple handful because we've had these conversations so they too remember around the age of eight making certain decisions now it's not a coincidence even though i mean i don't have you know the seven billion people interviewing all of them but the handful all eight years old give or take teenage year also there's the reconfirmation of doing things their way versus the externals way and it was in this place of the only person i can rely on is me so feeling that they could count on themselves that's that ambivalent attachment and so if you're still in this place what it is is the intermediate level of the inner growth program because you're defending yourself against the world you have not brought forth the part where you felt alone and therefore that nobody was there to help you and that as whether it be a child a teenager it doesn't matter what the situation was that you're able to say you know what yeah that happens and here when when the sadness comes the psychiatrists were talking about this with guilt when somebody feels guilty and they allow sadness to come they're on their way towards healing then when they address the regret and they actually do something to ask for forgiveness whether it be with the person and or group of people that it's involved or something take action then they allow themselves to keep on bringing that full circle so when they talk about energy by the way that's what full circle is you being able to establish an energy of neutrality which achieves that state only if love comes into the picture and the love needs to be both ways towards you for having made the mistake and then the other or towards the other if they've made the mistake in the absence of unconditional love to both ends this is where that mirror the like dislike doesn't dissolve so people talk about cutting cords people talk about so contracts for the 4d peeps tuning in this is all great and dandy but remember you have an ego a self you have feelings and the mind always stores what you experienced and so as long as there's any hint of upset that means there's still stuff to resolve with yourself it's not it's not about good or bad this is where it's all about that love and achieving the state of zen or zero from within which is where more of that compassion thinking of the parasympathetic nervous system and all the parts of the brain that are engaged and the more you train so the more you're centered in that 
the more you return to that divine nature that we all are we all began life feeling mixed feelings i I think they they say you know infants are centered and breathe the breathing we breathe regularly so we breathe in the way our nervous system is at ease there's a specific breathing technique we talk about rhythmic breathing for those who are new so you're breathing in for four seconds and exhaling for six seconds i'll do this 10 second uh rhythmic breathing for like five ten minutes just start to get to know what that feels like uh and that they say the rhythmic breathing hacks quote unquote it doesn't hack your physiology you're learning to reuse your physiology the ability to get your brain into theta state is what will give you the meditative state and that will engage probably and i say probably because i didn't get the nervous system in the theta and the breathing stuff that and so i'm connecting this part as well where you're in uh, the parasympathetic nervous system so being able to apply this though as you're interacting with people is what's going to lead you to be always in a place of growth and your individuality more and more before you get there though there's all those vices and virtues from you as you that you get to look at and usually it's the vices that give you the internal and or external not shame necessarily but feedback right so some people may say i don't have shame i don't have an inner critic but you may still talk about traits in certain ways so pay attention to the tone pay attention to the feeling for example uh personally i've achieved a place where i'm completely neutral towards family friends anytime something is said that involves one of those considered vices and what i do notice though is still needing to work on presenting my uh quote-unquote justification my quote-unquote explanation with more that neutrality parasympathetic nervous system response so i'm still learning to be in a state of ease as i'm presenting who i am what i am and what i've chosen instead i get very excited and or very passionate or i get very agitated in a way that i I start uh, i can tell i start like when i told you about my aunt giving me what what others would consider a hard time but really she was just voicing her concern because people will voice their concerns for your well-being without realizing this is where my empowered peeps and i laugh all the time because we realize we all do do that at times by the way because we care right here we care remembering that people care about each other and that when there are emotions that are not in neutrality and love there's always fear the fear is it's that flight fight response guys the tone is important and it isn't something that you will be inclined to be aware of if you have ego without neutrality what i mean by this is if you're thinking wow that person's being rude to me wow that person's an asshole wow that person just did this that's you actually thinking of the outside you're not pursuing inner growth you're interacting with the outside and it isn't coexistence it's existence yes coexistence but you're not coexisting from a place of awareness of the ego self of you and that you you are in the presence of another ego self that is in a chosen quote unquote it's usually not chosen behavior it's reactive behavior 
that's their procedural memory emotional memory that's all of their default network with their family dynamic with their upbringing all their trauma everything that has come forth their core beliefs and they're manifesting it to you in that interaction so if somebody for example thinks the world is a horrible place everybody's out to get you it doesn't matter if they're interacting with a nice person they will voice obviously that in certain ways and there will be a type of treatment that may not be kind as well not because they're wanting to because here's when you recognize a person that becomes aware at a certain point of their behavior and they're not really sure where it's coming from but they realize that it's coming and they don't know how to stop it and here's why that sense of shame from within is so challenging for the person who was raised with it you're a horrible person you're mean you're this and and when you acknowledge that by seven individuality so remember the jesuit quote that we read from that youtube guy give me a boy i'll show you the man by the age of seven when we look at the timeline your default network of how you're going to engage with others is based on your flight fight is based on senses is based on how you were treated your attachment so if you had secure ambivalent avoidant avoidant excuse me the second one ambivalent and then the disorganized this is where that sense of self is not able to establish a strong sense of self in the avoidant ambivalent and disorganized now the ambivalent is where you are simply always counting on yourself i'm sorry the avoidant excuse me avoidant avoidant ambivalent is the extremes the ambivalent is that one friend of mine that i told you guys we had the major discussion but it was like a repeat situation and they keep doing that same thing the ambivalent attachment is when a person is always it is either always present or never present they go through extremes okay for those who didn't hear about this and if you go to the first week of may you'll get a really good rundown disorganized attachment has a fragmented sense of self they can't and don't hold long-term friendships because they're always in defense mode meaning the world's gonna you know get them they're always protecting they're vigilant uh, they don't trust anyone they're most likely in their reptilian brain uh, in their flight fight and in fact even posture something that the psychiatrist neuroscientists talk about your physiognomy changes when they have patients who have been in, in certain types of neglect abuse so there is this hypervigilance which creates a type of lifestyle that is not fun you're always seeking external it's not even about validation stimuli so maybe addiction to sex addiction to alcohol addiction to high intense uh situations so getting into danger this is how you feel alive but it's also how you're appeasing this um, feeling of it's really helplessness stuck in the heart and the gut that you're not tuning into and when patients go to dr bezel was the one giving the example in, in this class where he gets the patients to put down their shoulders open the chest and begin that rhythmic breathing they elongate the relaxation state so somebody can start feeling safe in their own body this is when the person gets teared up and 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 this is because like i'm saying and sharing again when we're born we're infants that divine nature is you feel helpless that sense of security which is engaged with the parasympathetic nervous system is only when your mother or father holds you and brings you close and and lets you know everything's going to be okay 
the part of helping us to regulate once our rational brain hemisphere begins to develop so from three years on or anyways once we begin walking and crawling here the person one of the other doctors when he's describing this this is in the narcissism series he's describing you know the kid first they crawl first they lift their head up at nine months old and he says so the world starts to change perspective for that infant then they start crawling by forget what months then they start walking and that's when you're like wow i'm walking but that's also when you start getting yelled at and stop and here's where he was saying there's a balance in being a parent that the ones of the new generation aren't yelling because they want to get their kids to be confident and they think that yelling won't do that so they're creating more of an inclined of this narcissism not not let's not generalize these are words that they are expressing and using and examples obviously nothing is set in stone and again every individual is unique you have the way that you perceive life let us remember this for all people information is helpful to us every individual it is not here to categorize or create a hierarchy this is that infinite higher human potential zone not the finite you want the finite you want sides you want labels you go elsewhere this information is in abundance and we always have new information that will maybe even say hey that that thing you're saying right here now doesn't exist that's not true here's what it is instead so keep this in mind and this is when you can do this on your own guys with anything and everything that's already another sign that you are in that self-empowerment because you're not doing the cognitive dissonance dance you're not reacting to information with the personalization as if somebody just offended you or said something that you think they shouldn't have you're actually acknowledging you're not the only ego around nor is your group of people that you follow that you believe that you are there the truth you're not your only ego group people aren't the only ego group people this is on the individual scale on a bigger scale so when people say for example i've heard it more than once that humanity will only come together once there's aliens that come in that makes me kind of sad makes me kind of sad because if that's what it takes for humanity to awaken to the fact that we're one species like when this this is that place where here i get not snooty but that's when i think of all the people who 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 think of conspiracy theories or who think of there being geniuses out there in some way shape or form because if people were geniuses then they would know that we are one species if they were all you know the ones who are up there geniuses they would be able to speak to us in a certain way the conspiracy theorists talk about a power from the external this is where obviously i don't have a polaroid camera behind every room so there's no way for me to prove that there aren't these major families controlling things the thing that gets me is if they were that smart having studied political science then they would not have us having certain conversations meaning we would be happy people we would be like when they you know created the games during the roman empire times to distract people or i watched the gladiator so when they were throwing food out of the window or whatever it was they were doing what i'm trying to say is that's not what's happening in the world the world is still voicing opinions and and having discussions and debates and politics still is going through its own transformation as life continues to move on so once again 
back to our tangible examples of life the ego group exists for every person and as long as you are thinking that there has to be a side or not you haven't accessed that infinite space yet of being able to be your individual self with complete empowerment which means a body that is at ease i'll use me as this example so family dynamics definitely i'm not there yet as i presented to you at the beginning this this conversation which was really a discussion that uh, i was trying to be by my twin sister was trying to get me to talk about stuff that i don't like talking with my family members about just because and here's the part they know this my mother respects it my twin doesn't and then so she tried and then they both turned to each other and and said she has a problem obviously with this so just let it go and here is where once you know that all people have opinions so there are those who will share things with each other as family members and that is their choice and then there are those who don't and that is their choice and if you label it it means you need to label it because you disagree or agree with it but here's that part are you the person or are you another human being when we talk on this podcast for anybody who's new about individuality about the self about the ego about you being yourself you do coexist and we use words to explain who we are and to talk about who we are you do not lead life according to the external so right here when somebody says something like that other people oh that's so rude that's so mean i'm not in a place of shame i'm not in a place of hurt i don't even agree if if we want i disagree with the statement completely and before getting to the place of simply allowing there was a lot of debate or really saying no i'm not not well i just don't you know and here's why understanding that other egos have their own opinion and that 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 won't ever change is part of the self-empowerment journey when you are here in that 5d state of consciousness and flowing and knowing that it's okay to be the individual that you are with your virtues and vices you do not take words personally in any way shape or form from the heart and the body remember that when we learn about compassion what do they say the inner voice and the way you feel is important and that there's a disconnect usually from the mind and heart that they go and solve this isn't only with compassion it is with everything the inner growth program helps you to get that mind and heart in harmony it does it in a different way but it that's the one of the main goals is as you go within and realize that conflict can bring inner growth it's about you getting to know how you're reacting to that societal knowledge culture the inner child wounds so how you're feeling about it and then saying okay let me bring neutrality unconditional love this is that transcendent function that Carl Jung speaks of and how you do the leaps of consciousness the healing as they put it in compassion begins when you're activating the parasympathetic nervous system response because that's the suit so you're no longer in threat mode you're no longer in stress you're no longer defending you're a body that doesn't need to be defended you're not in flight fight which looks very different for those who have that shame and or guilt it is the inner critic 
it is if it's only external then you have like anxiety of performance if it's also internal then that is what can become depression and that is where you isolate uh, also at a certain point and this is where when they explain the isolation i'm trying to look through my notes um isolation is where you have over identified at that point and you're always in this nightmare and um, really not allowing people in or out and um, you become fused fusion fusion of the uh, what happened and this is for example what's happened in one of my friends I would say it's very unfortunate I, I think I shared with you I was supposed to see them but they chose not to be uh in a social circumstance they are sad and they want to be alone and it's really it's really interesting guys once you realize that only you can change the way you think and the way you feel and the way you bring forth that individuality and so it isn't about changing you which is what people i want to change this about me i want to you know improve and sometimes i do use words and you guys know this i try to make sure to bring it to neutrality because embracing your individuality is through self-empowerment which means accepting the aspects that are good and the aspects that others have said are bad now i gave you that one world religions class in college when he talks about christianity and presents that to be christian all you need to do is believe in jesus son the son of the lord of the of god right and then to repent truly repent for your sins and he gives the class an example and i know i said it to you yesterday but it's on point with where we're going here and he gives the example of you know a thief and a murderer the murderer truly repents the thief doesn't and the kids in the classroom were kind of shocked i personally wasn't because what repent means is that you feel guilty as the psychiatrists point out that's the first step if you've done something actually wrong if you haven't that's unhealthy guilt and that's you keeping and holding yourself into specific expectation that is unnecessary and that can deal with shame so again you didn't have a specific type of support you began to talk to yourself a certain way and so now you've developed this inner critic that simply holds you to these unreasonable standards that sense of self is always under stress because you are in this mind battle you're not being helpful you're being harmful to yourself in your mind that's it and the society outside yes there's a societal system but it isn't it isn't uh as bad as uh one would want to think it's a structure and in fact there are laws in place to try and protect and defend and if we really want to get into it right finding a job working family all these things are all components that every day you have the ability to do something about it to change the environment to work with people you like to work with family through therapy to work with relationships through therapy you've got options all over the place the abundance when they say abundance manifestation lava trap you got a bunch of stuff around the world in the tangible way not in the invisible realm the invisible realm adds for any of you who are in that place of empaths and you know what i'm talking about the clairs it is a beautiful beautiful um place for the 5d person 
the 4d person some get stuck in the astral plane and by stuck i mean they start living their life thinking that what they perceive is the truth and 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 therefore they disconnect from the external but we're not going to go down that path right now the part that i'm trying to make uh, an example here is that when you really believe something was okay i shouldn't have done that and then you work to make amends that's where you're going to move forward now your inner uh, critic though if that cycle of shame doesn't get broken from then you can't expect to move forward the ambivalent attachment person friend they don't ever accept to bring the equality plane in there they don't accept that they're lovable they don't accept that others simply are disengaging because they're not compatible it has to be because either they're unworthy or the other person's the asshole they're they're not acknowledging the core it's not even a belief the core feeling of loneliness and when they feel that that loneliness which you guys know the story and i'll share it for the new listeners uh when they explain about the attachment theory the psychiatrist neuroscientist they very they give a very specific picture of how our caregivers help us regulate our emotions so we we are taught how to feel safe if we're held and loved and given secure attachment we are not taught how to feel safe and so as we're getting sad and crying angry upset again your nervous system and your brain are there's impulses stress is what's happening the body needs to shut down the emotional body at a certain point so that last nervous system's response freeze is numbness for the person who's been neglected and or abused and this is why there's lack of empathy with people besides that sense of self reacting and always being vigilant to be being threatened okay very it's the body's their prison kind of thing and this is where the addictive tendencies take place to distract them from the body because they are the the part of feeling alone and helpless if you already feel that way because there wasn't a being tended to you can imagine how that is going to be twice as hard on your own which is why there are there are therapists out there i'm gonna drink some water hold on guys luckily there are therapists that can help people but for example my ambivalent attachment friend has been to therapists for some reason she hasn't gotten the ones that know about the somatic approach the body because had had she i think they would have identified immediately that there's a trait of ambivalent attachment in this person because they're getting always into the same type of interaction so the visual that was given by the psychiatrist was that um let's say your kid you get hurt you get operated you're in the hospital when the parent sits with you they help you walk through that they help you understand pain be with pain so you're taught to stay centered meaning if you have a parent that doesn't get anxious obviously right you're regulated the same with the i didn't finish telling you the other psychiatrists when they were saying as children once they start walking you want to be able to have a firm no so that the kid can get a bit scared and doesn't repeat it but then there's also the need to ensure you allow them to know they're loved which is what rigid parents don't do the ones who are like you need to conform otherwise i'm not and and that they're very strict that inner critic for example for some comes from that 
because they weren't said you know this is what i want from you or this is what is good to do and then said i love you anyways it's very important to have one parent that is unconditionally loving because that way you always know that even if you're the worst of the worst you're loved and this knowledge it's the body that knows it the implicit memory knows it will always be safe which is why it's so amazing guys when you get to self-empowerment because you're no longer looking outside of you for that feeling and with the body element i'm able to share with you the physiological way this works as well like it's you actually engaging with your parasympathetic nervous system and self-soothing but in a way that you can understand and it won't be in a way that you're crying necessarily it doesn't mean you're going to let you know the world around you be havoc it's quite different it's you being able to have compassion it's you being an adult who now thinks so we don't think logically until the age of six or seven we have magical thinking when they've done studies the one that i read to you that one of the episodes even at the age of four we're still not able to connect the dots in a way that is logical and for my spirituality people my one of my friends who's in the community is uh learning about a type of education style that also integrates um you know other planes of existence or spirituality in some way shape or form and they say you know children are still connected to the astral plane to the spiritual plane uh, until the age of seven the same age and i was like okay that's that makes a lot, so much sense and we accumulate trauma until the age of eight so these timelines these data points are important for all of you to keep in mind simply because i know without a shadow of a doubt that there are moments that you feel things that you know that come from that infancy that childhood that way of <clears throat> being with your family perfect example again i'll use me and my family dynamic i realized that i like my individuality and so see the part of not talking to them is twofold i was definitely somebody by the book and so they have roles their roles are they're my family they're not my friends my mother's my mother i don't talk to my mother about my stuff because she's the educator she's the one who's you know not the judger but yes technically so now i'm an adult i don't need her input anymore not to mention that there's the part of the family always telling you what they think because there are those assumptions and this is where it doesn't only happen with family it happens with close close friends the ones that i have since i was a teenager they automatically integrate their assumptions they automatically integrate things they know about me but see this is where when you do get to know people it is nice there's a certain comfort level that happens right in in speaking but there's also a certain level of respect that you can always tell when a person and it's not even respect shouldn't be the word i use it's acknowledging when a person is empowered and they acknowledge that they can't know everything about you and that is something that usually is felt those of us who are empaths and in this 5d state of consciousness you know by feeling when that's happening and i only say feeling because the the reality is there's only like i said a handful of empowered people that i know the rest are not realizing when they're doing this they're not realizing when they're mansplaining they're not realizing when they're making an assumption that is beyond 
the I know you, but it, that involves their own opinion, and so that it involves their own filters. Perfect example, my work uh, lifestyle is considered uh, too much and uh, is considered as uh, taking away from other aspects in, in my life that other people think about. And, and here's where those who are empowered instead they they don't they don't do that they know that that's not the case why it's because there's an acknowledgement that they're not me and i'm not them and that acknowledgement is very distinct because this is when two people are sharing about life and not telling each other what the other could or couldn't do and, and it's very fine it's very fine because again the people human beings care about each other that society engagement is about people thinking they know what's best for each other this ego is very important to keep in mind when people find their group which is what most people do at that teenage year that's exactly why they don't necessarily achieve this space of enlightenment we talked about the soul age groups yesterday go ahead and listen to it but to live that best life ever from within you they live the best life ever but the external always has something to do with it and the external is that group the ego group that you identify with and resonate with a hundred percent and that you then have those mini regular interactions with uh, emotions that go up and down and uh, the the cliche sentences and the repeat cycles essentially that is where when you're in this 5d state you see the individuality because every person is going to be their own essence but you also see the ego group individuality because they all talk the same they all have the same opinion the same way of presenting and mansplaining and the same data points and so again i'm presenting to you different areas of what it means to coexist and the difference with a completely self-empowered individual versus an individual who is continuing to use their first nervous system's response society engagement and therefore the external does impact you and the decisions you make you will always be able to become aware of this if you're choosing to allow all that is outside of you to be information that leads you to inside then from neutrality you say okay so this is where i stand this is what i'm feeling and paying attention to the feeling because as i was saying before you get to be in a place of the parasympathetic nervous system's response with yourself a sense of ease it requires you to go it's not about requirement but you will go through acknowledging all the areas that hold hurt and it isn't because it has to be the word hurt it's that the body memorized that scary that fearful experience because you were that infant it was you were helpless it was wait a minute i don't know what's going on you know this is something that i i don't know what's going on and the body defended itself and that will look like something a trait of some sort that will be presented to you perfect example is my way of getting either excited or scared or agitated there's always a specific way that i get addressed that by other people and uh here's where 
once you've claimed that individuality guys and you're actually in the place of embracing it completely like i said there's not a reaction from within you there's not a positive or negative emotion there is a neutral where you are present and you acknowledge you're listening to somebody tell you something that they think and you keep it in mind because of course that word and that description is going to most likely partake in other situations and so that knowledge is important for you especially if you're looking to ensure that you're always being understood and not misunderstood but at the same time there's not the inner critic that says i have to be this you move beyond the reparenting at a certain point that's the only way you're actually going to become your self self the essence of you because you're no longer having breaks oh maybe i shouldn't say this or maybe i shouldn't say that you're actually speaking freely and as you do get those reactions if there's something that happens in an instant where you realize because you can tell that you're setting someone you apologize and you're able to address it again with a different word with a different tone this is the beauty of self-empowerment because you're not in an insecure ego guys you're not in defense mode you're talking to another person and or you're dealing with life and the unknown uncertainty unwanted undesirable is not scary it's not bad it's not good it's not any of that you're not in the 3d 4d you're finally in this consistent 5d state of consciousness and above because your body is not reacting with a nervous system flight fight freeze pause you're not reacting at all you're participating you're responsive you're aware of your secondary and primary consciousness your human condition is in that divine nature that we were born with but it's very much i will say this different than how sometimes i hear people talking about it because they usually will point to being all loving which is what when i say unconditional love and neutrality i know some people think of only that but here i'm going to describe to you for this came to my mind the divine nature okay so what did i say when we're first born from zero to two years of age our emotional brain hemisphere develops first we have impulses those senses our primary consciousness is what is there so we feel either secure and it's by six months that we realize we're not one with our mother which is our first night terror and it's about six months that we start knowing that we need a caregiver the attachment theory so the attachment thing begins at that point until then we i think are considered i don't know what the state of the physiology is but for sure consciously speaking we believe we are one with our mother with our parents we don't know we are separate okay so the body does not experience helplessness maybe just yet however the part of our first trauma the first trauma is for example the first time you negated food because your body is needing to survive and it doesn't know when it's going to get food it doesn't know time the same thing if parent leaves you you don't know when they're going to be back so that state of stress for the body begins to experience okay and this means our nervous system is not in parasympathetic state it's in the other one the sympathetic nervous system the flight fight when you get picked up that's the minute you learn about sense of ease and soothing thanks to somebody picking you up okay and so here's what i want us to remember the neurons that fire wire we can recreate new neural pathways we've we've talked about this a lot habits are 
recreated or they're established in 21 days i'm assuming this is because that's how you establish in your pathway your brain is always able to learn uh, trauma is not a death sentence nor is shame guilt all these things that we talk about so you being able to achieve self-empowerment in the way we talk with inner growth and following your heart is very very accessible to every person in a very tangible physiological way and and so this is where in your everyday interactions that's your opportunity to disengage and to choose and to start choosing and it begins with allowing you to create the environment that is more supportive but with certain people at this point that's where your greater and greatest opportunity lies in being able to be okay with being you with those virtues and vices those people are the ones that can help you because if there is unconditional love so there they are bonds that cannot be broken and here's where those who are in duality will talk about toxicity they'll talk about boundaries once again i get what they're saying but as long as you think of the external as something that you need to protect yourself from and or you're casting this stone talking about toxicity you are not focused one on your inner power which is the mind heart and body and you're only reacting to the vibration to the behavior to the external this is embodying yes your individuality but it's that surface it's the surface which is the end the end of what you established as a child and that you began doing as a seven-year-old and then that you began clinging on to in your own unique way as a teenager and i only share this in this very expressive manner for is very clear when somebody is one empowered and when they're unconditionally loving towards themselves and humanity and even out of the handful of people that i know that are empowered the unconditional love component towards all humanity all aspects that only the 5d leadership that i am aware of are in this space and you can tell because they have no ill to speak of anything all they have to speak is here's what has been taking place throughout many years in our history as a species here's a life organism for you here's how when we're afraid we react at at, in any moment that somebody gives them something that is in a place of fear hurt something quote-unquote negative they will have an answer that will break down to you yes i understand your fear i understand what you're saying and here's the knowledge that can help you not be afraid and here's the knowledge that can help you stop to judge that person and actually maybe not be compassionate but know that behind that there's a reason there's not some mythological evil force out to get you this this part of the evil and invisible you know chipping and other things that i've heard it's it's i i and this is for my 40 peeps i have dreams i do the whole astral travel i've been to the akashic records i i i know and when i say i've been for anybody who isn't in that realm i will explain at one point in our journey it's it's more like it's more like entering a very specific state and then yes it can be accompanied by certain uh experiences visions but not always and anyways what i'm trying to get at is i know what it's like to have those experiences in the astral realm and the people who are clinging on to specific elements mind over matter as well i'm gonna say 
and of course if i believe that something evil exists and i start tapping into something like that through dreams i'm going to get scared and this is where those people in fact follow ego spiritual based leaders they have their groups there are those who want to call them cults not cults let's not label let's try to help to get people into space of understanding you know we, we're alive we're on earth Let, let's let's live together let's work together and as for aliens existing and for multi-dimensions and all of that stuff as we move forward with our technology and we'll be able to travel to space and do other things we will encounter aspects to think that we are the only life form is it's it's kind of silly but we are also a young civilization we we are our thinking brain is the youngest part of our brain again and broken down to us by our lovely neuroscience psychiatrist 30 percent of the brain is what the rational brain hemisphere occupies and it is the newest part we came and were born and have what is the reptilian brain first and our gut was our first first brain and i still haven't watched there's a greg braden video that he talks about something that i need to watch so i can share it with us but uh it's about human dna and that they're finding that we're not from uh, the one of the ancestors but that our dna has something different in it and so obviously this is where when i say conspiracy theorists and they talk about shipping and all of that other stuff not about politics guys i'm talking about people who talk about other types of entities that are controlling or wanting to control um that is where this information science is presenting it because they're finding it but they haven't created hypotheticals or conclusions and obviously that's why there's room for for thought on that but for now we only know that we our human species is has a different something different in our dna than what they thought and so we're not part of like the neanderthals i forget which one i'll have to watch it but the beauty of individuality right here see uh being able to talk about anything and everything and not take it personally that is one of those amazing traits that will allow you to embrace who you are as you are and with self-empowerment it is about you working through the aspects that you do feel shame or upset about or not worthy or if it's not in that place maybe it's you know i'm uncertain maybe it's just there's still some confidence you want to build any word that you choose to use where you know there's elements that are in a place of uncertainty is the word that i'm going to use then there's other elements the part of defending and so here i'm going to share for defending it's about learning to be at ease and and share that information the uncertainty so the con gaining confidence is about allowing yourself to know that it's okay to be your own leader and both involve the societal engagement nervous systems response and both will be very much allowed to be practiced with those family and friends because of the assumptions because of the mansplaining so you have a lot of opportunities to practice being in that 
parasympathetic nervous system which like i shared with you more than once especially with the recent discussion is not at all uh one day alone but many uh, many more days and and then it depends on you so some people have different dynamics and and therefore maybe there is a completely different way of you interacting with those uh, opinions between family members there are family members that are in complete resonance and so they do share everything because they match and they enjoy that type of conversation and this is why for example for my family they think you know it's it's an issue quote unquote what i know it is is it's that individuality because i've had to basically compromise (laughs) even when i wasn't ready to right so the ego is still very much remembering when it had to do something that maybe they didn't want to do because i had to share in some sensorial way that is the one thing and uh it's very great when you can for you guys now i'm talking be able and allow yourself to be in a state of compassion towards yourself and towards those family and friends and so you don't take a conversation or discussion personally but you're actually allowing that opportunity to pursue what you see as your potential from the body of you and so being able to work with the nervous system being able to stay in a sense of ease with your uh, brain and then to be able and continue effectively having a conversation versus getting into that uh, discussion the choice and the motivation as the psychiatrist even here say when it comes to getting over and transcending anything related to feeling bad about oneself it will be what motivates you they're always talking about you know finding with their patients motivation and at the end of the day the motivation is your heart and your heart is the ego this is why i really have made it that point to share ego self today i didn't put in the title because you know sometimes it's nice to use self-empowerment it means something to people but the ego is very important that you guys remember it will always remain i think that child and i say think because obviously the minute you begin experiencing the sense of ease on your own is the minute you are actually becoming a mature ego and therefore you will be able to achieve at a certain point the same state that i just described when you're relating to others and i feel very strongly that this is the completed 5d state of consciousness when people say 5d on earth 5d humanity it will be what it is now but with the difference of there being enlightened wisdom enlightened individual wisdom and really uh, a way of conversing and addressing differences and and i knew i know some people are like but that's so boring or you know like that's so i think there's there are different thoughts on on being able to stay in a place of calm because emotions are all beautiful and here's where the beauty lies guys we're not all in that same soul age group right we're not all in 3d 4d 5d and it is exactly this that i do know for example different vibes different thinking is always going to exist but there's a healthy way that we can all do it and when i say healthy what i mean is to be able and uh, stop having 
a certain type of conversations and actions that are actually hurtful but to have emotions and all emotions is a part of the human condition existence to be able and address them with even passion but not anger or rage is something uh, great let us always also remember that we are all born as infants and therefore the elements of all those feelings we just talked about today and your own individuality feelings of shame whether it be external internal and or simply wanting to meet up to par so let's say you don't use the word shame right because you understood shame you didn't have shame but you do have a way that you've always wanted to uphold yourself as a person so you may have strong or you may have i have pride you know you have different words that you use i'm just using shame because it's important to i want to help to allow people to look at it with kindness and start integrating that compassion and realizing that everybody has it because it is important to know that people when they are ashamed of something they do every person i've ever met they they always think like oh this is i I must be you know so horrible they're not really saying it that way but you can tell they think that something's wrong or and they don't think it think it but they do at the same time so that's why i'm using this word to help those who do know or experience it everybody feels it now that it has a name and it has a face and you understand the body's the brain's mechanism and that you are the one through your mind that can work through it maybe you know or not maybe i'm sure you will be able to transcend it otherwise you wouldn't be tuning in to anything inspiring human potential related you'd be tuning in to somebody who's talking about how sad life is or how to you know get over something excruciatingly painful and although i know obviously that's helping people um that doesn't necessarily help them get outside of that storyline that they're in that cycle that over identification because they have the group that basically feels in that specific feeling but then again that group exists right so they're experiencing their growth their ascension their awakening in that format the part of the body element is important for me to point out here though because like my one friend who now has a potential uh scary situation to deal with they're they're going to get a biopsy um as a reiki master and i've shared this with you guys they've mapped out our magnetic field our etherical body is where 50 percent of pain is felt and it is at the emotional body level that things like tumors and diseases begin or at least for sure tumors and every piece of material that i've read every thing that i've seen even when i watch documentaries heal and e-motion energy in motion they they very much talk about our emotions getting blocked in those centers of energy so we have 144 chakra points according to Sadhguru. there are others who say you know the chakras don't exist when i use the word chakra i'm using them in the way that they're talked about and if i have to connect it to the body then i'll talk about meridians and just those points that are muscles meet and energy flows okay so i could break it down physiologically too but the chakras are more are easier for me it's one word that i'll remember (laughs) while the muscles and the and the way our lymphatic system and all that stuff i don't have a good map out just yet but the aspect of these documentaries shows that when we have certain feelings we don't let them out that they can get stored and even when you look up chronic pain when you talk 
and learn from psychologists and neuroscientists I, i shared with you either in may or at another point when i was watching another class with them and learning uh they had a person one of the psychiatrists who was talking about the body and i forget exactly what related to trauma and they went to help somebody from the stage they asked for a volunteer uh, who had chronic pain so they're talking now about the implicit memory so when we say procedural memory it's the body memorizes how it tried to defend you and if you weren't successful it can pick up a habit so the actions that you take and don't take the movements you do and don't do are important and chronic pain is an indication of a place that's taking up not a burden but certain specific weight so this person from the audience who was another psychiatrist basically had a fixed back pain i don't remember if it was near the hips or the it was near the spine so the one who's giving the speaking engagement goes down and and he's like okay well let me see what the movement wants you to do let's say you wanted to allow your body to follow the pain follow the pain for me and the person's about to fall like they're they're actually leaning towards the side and they're like okay i'll hold you let yourself finish let yourself do the complete movement as this doctor goes to the ground he has a a vision immediately a flashback excuse me from when he was in the military and his him and his team they got there was a bomb and so his team everybody except for him died he was the medical person and so he has this flashback and then the pain then is released if i recall correctly because i watched this class was a but a bit ago but the point is that that pain was because of that one moment where they weren't able to defend their teammates their their people and they were in a trauma situation right they were almost dying um and so that stored itself in that spot and after that i feel if i remember correctly that the person got better i don't remember if they continued the story or not the point is our body is an intelligent form and when when they say our emotional brain hemisphere develops first our flight fight is developing and our brain our body will ensure we survive the worst case circumstances it stores where we're scared it stores where we didn't protect it stores where we were helpless which is why when you're not held and given love the heart and the gut you can't allow love in and you're nobody because essentially you've been told that your entire life or you've been treated that way so how can you be lovable the other thing they uncover throughout this whole self-compassion master series as one of those questions they ask the one the people who have shame internal and external or a combination um, in those moments where their inner critic is there what do they ever feel the one question was do you ever wish you were just loved and most of them will pause and get emotional and say yes so that ego is very important to remember that the way you began is the way that you can tend to it but you being it also will allow you to then be able and mature and so grow to a place of safety and in time to become your adult ego if you will and and that is what's beautiful because that individuality stems from so many places and and to be able and transcend all types of uh, what are called hurts but essentially were moments of life that you defended yourself in that you were good at defending yourself in and that you then can now as an adult see were not life-threatening 
that part that human evolution is through consciousness this is why that 5d state of consciousness is us realizing that we are still utilizing so some people they only use ego with flight fight this is why they talk about dissolving it but the flight fight is our brain's mechanism and the ego is something that we identify with that's i call it the essence of us but i'm okay with using ego so that we can create a new relationship with that and that sense of self is that wiring so see it's not about having a super ego a lower ego don't create a hierarchy of yourself allow yourself to be yourself so whatever words you prefer but having a relationship with the ego self of you is ideal so that you may leave that infant ego and allow yourself to become secure and not feel helpless because you've addressed and will continue to address all those areas where you did feel that where you were told maybe that your individuality was not a positive or positive and that you can transform that for yourself and then present in your own way to the world how it's okay for them to express their individuality with self-empowerment because you're leading with that example because you're able to talk about who you are with maturity empowerment your family and friends are the ones who help you do this because they are the ones who will put that not pressure but that part when they assume to know you the mansplaining the part where there'll be discussions that arise those are your greatest opportunities because it's the very people that you wanted and even the friends to be approved from that's your external validation and so your internal yes it came on your from within you but your internal if it came from the infant it still has everything to do with the external didn't just pop up out of nowhere because if you've been held and unconditionally loved then that is giving you the opportunity to know and to build a strong sense of self i will close with the example of my identical twin and i because it is interesting the difference the difference definitely has to do with the self and so when she was saying we're stronger because we're we were in two and that bond i definitely know what they were saying because i know about the attachment theory so obviously we immediately had um somebody always with us the, the twins and one of the scientific studies presented was if you know you don't even need a parent all you need is for them to put your twin next to you and you're fine which is true this is where children twins sometimes one will die the other will die as well unfortunately um, that's how much connected they are but i have actually twin friends one of them did pass the other one's alive and well so obviously again no generalizations or stereotypes meant to be made here but the part that i wanted to express was this it's interesting because i don't um have an interest in what the external thinks i never have the teenage years was where i put aside what i thought which was erroneous and those of you again who tune in know that and in fact i don't do that ever since then ever uh the opposite would be the case meaning there is a strong sense of self but there is a consideration of the external from my twin that is very different and even just thinking of being able to stand firm in one's firm in one's choice with the word strong is indicative of that 
and I'm trying to break it down to the most neutral and technical verbiage possible here the aspect of strong has never been in my peripheral view it has simply always been a choice to commit to who I am and that's it and then allow others to be who they are and that's it and that that is coexisting with your own truly being and embracing individuality otherwise it's bs you're saying you're an individual but you're really doing things in a way that you're being influenced and so here's that one i'm presenting this because i do know that there are those who feel this way about the external that it can influence you and i have at least understood at this point that that sense of self-wiring is what makes this difference and that that begins in our brain and that our brain the way it develops is influenced we know this i haven't read the book yet but uh the food there's a lot of different aspects that uh, play a role in in the brain development and so it is uh, essentially you recognizing how influenced are you by the external and then you starting to make choices when i have my discussions with my family members there's a uh, disconnect from achieving a complete sense of self in the absence of taking a look outside of you so for me i don't need the outside to decide what i want to do i do it and respect the outside for those who continue to utilize the societal engagement there will always be an external that you look to neither are better or worse identify which one you are you'll identify why remember the aspect though of influence because here's where the discussions that always arise with these particular family and friend members is that yes they they keep on justifying a lot of actions of people and essentially their justification is pointing them to a blame so what what they do is these people were influencing this person and there's this little bit of a blame game going on an empowered ego self person and this is where all my empowered peeps and i in fact on this stand together and say don't be pointing no finger there's two to tango there's three to tango and everybody has a choice there there's a specific level of independence that the empowered ego has holding that with compassion and then understanding and then again being sensitive to the best of your ability it's not about adhering to the external it's about remembering that as things get heated there is an emotional sensitivity that is coming up which has everything to do with helplessness ego societal culture stigma a lot of other things and simply to stay centered what's your objective if you are empowered your only objective is to share a life moment you're the enlightenment version if you achieve 5d state so it's you're not trying to prove points you're sharing a moment a conversation no matter how heated it gets you're intending to convey and share not to tell there's a very big difference you will always notice which one it is if you're aware of your ego you will respect and work with that that's your motivation because you're not trying to prove you you are trying to embrace your individuality and express it with self-empowerment to others even those who are completely opposite what you think or do or not do and that's why the family and friends are going to be the best 
for you to obtain that if there is unconditional love but even if there isn't because of what they represent for the ego self of you that's where you will in time realize as you are able to achieve that space of at ease of neutrality with experiences that were hurtful that are locked in a specific way freedom is what you start feeling empowerment is what you start feeling it's not revenge it's not spitefulness it's not uh, competition those are different feelings which people still feel and they do think they're empowered but that's the ego still ah you hurt me now look at me i know people that are there they're still trying to prove to the world that they're awesome and popular like teenagers that i know that are now adults and i can it's all over them all over it but they're happy they're not completely empowered the self-empowerment is only on the surface and they're not realizing that inside there's still an ego that is saying now i know who i am but they're only knowing it because the external is validating them internally you want that and then once you get to the depths of you you don't need internal or external because you are being you and that's amazing when you're there so i look forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences on the topic calling in on anchor leave a voice message and you can also always email me you find the email in the about section of the blog luna12780.com and on the website inspiringhumanpotential.com have a great day sending you all lots of love hugs and smiles Thank you.